Wake up, Chief. I need you. Podcast. My name is Shelly Waltar and not Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Mogren. Gad Zooks! <laughs> and LJ Lowry. Yo! I'm doing TV news this week. Yeah, because uh, if you couldn't tell, Cody isn't here, so I'm taking over. I'm taking over the whole podcast. <laughs> same it's mine now. Th- same thing we do every night, Pinky. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so just a little bit of what we're going to be talking about today. Metroid Prime 4... A Disney live action to actually get excited about, at least in my opinion, and potentially return to the office? Question mark? Um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, also, shout out to our Patreons, Scott Phillips and Jordan Garner. We really appreciate them um, just giving some of the money to us every month. It's so helpful to us. And if you want to help donate, you can go to Patreon slash uh, Grace and find us there. Yeah. Let's get into some Twitter discussions. Um, Jason Wilkerson, who's pretty good about asking us questions, um, tends to ask really good questions, actually. He tweeted us saying, Subnautica looks like a game made specifically for me to face my greatest fear. If there was a game made for you to face your greatest fear, what would it be like? Subnautica is a pretty good one. Pretty much any horror game is mine, though. Like, I hate scary games. I do Extra Life every year, and... My buddies always used to want me to play scary games if I hit my goal. And I mm-hmm. did for a couple of years and then finally decided that wasn't going to fly anymore. I would rather eat hot peppers. <laughs> Which you have And before. I don't do yeah. well with hot stuff either. <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah, scary fair. games and scary movies are, are my bane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of me too. I, I was thinking about what what type of game would it be like, but honestly, a lot of the horror games that are out there already, a lot of like um, the ones where it's like you're all by yourself, you don't have any resources, and yeah, I don't know, probably something like that, something like Outlast, something where it's just like everything is just trying to kill you, yeah, Outlast and you're is all by yourself, and <laughs> you like can't do anything about it. You're just trying to escape or do something like that. So I watched a buddy of mine play Outlast for about. Three minutes, and then I was done. <laughs> You're like, nope. Yeah. I'm nope out yeah. of this. It's like, not only is that game terrifying, it's also, like, disturbing, and it's just, there's so much in that game. Yeah. So, I think it's, it would be a game like Outlast, probably. Um, I can't really think of what else, but... I, I've played through, not all of it, but a lot of the, the Alien game that came out a few years ago. Oh, yeah. I still need to play that. that. Isolation? Was that it? Yeah. I've started it, but I hadn't finished it. Uh, And then I played through PT, the PT demo. Mm -hmm. That legit got a jump scare out of me that people (laughs) passed around an image of for years. You can ask Anna. I know that she had it for a while. She mentioned that like last week. (laughs) My goodness. That's funny. (laughs) And everybody knew it was coming but me. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. That game, to be in that game, would be terrifying, because it's literally called Isolation. Alien Isolation. You, like, are on your own, and aliens are trying to kill you. That's why I like to... eat you. That's why I like Resident Evil 7, because they actually give you a gun. 
You get, let's oh, yeah. get weapons, and I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, the the good the, the ones that are scarier super limit that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we'll give mm-hmm. you a gun and three bullets the entire playthrough or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, Resident Evil stopped being scary once I found like the high powered like all the high powered weapons, and then I didn't right. have to worry about so much about ammo. Right. And oh, I probably yeah. burned through the last half of that game only because I knew where all the hidden weapons were at. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair, but yeah. That's an interesting question. So, for me, (laughs) I think I kind of have a weird reverse to this. Um, Because, obviously, it'd be, like, horror games or it would be, like, an underwater game. Like, I always wanted to try that thing on, what was it, PSVR, where they put you in, like, an underwater cage with a shark. I had that, and I put my mom through it. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) You're a terrible person. Joe. It was hilarious. (laughs) Oh my god. I went through it myself before I put her through yeah. it. Okay, good. Thank that's a uh, little better. I knew what to expect. But yeah. <laughs> but I think it's kind of weird because I kind of had a game that kind of prepared me for something I didn't know was going to be one of my worst fears. Um I played uh that Dragon Cancer probably it was probably almost a year before uh, my mom actually got diagnosed with breast cancer. And so um you know, having going through that game, it was like in a first person view and you go through the story of this family and it, what was cool was it was from a Christian developer. Uh, it's like on every huh. pro- platform. Uh, it's called that yeah. dragon, that dragon cancer was the name of the game. Oh yeah. And, uh, that game literally made like for the solid two hours, like I probably bawled through that game, like cried through it. And it was one of those things where like, uh, after my mom got diagnosed with cancer, like we didn't know, much of any details yet or what was going to happen, but it was just that fear of the unknown. And then uh, not long after all that stuff happened, I was like, wow, like I thought it was a coincidence that I managed to play that game because I took interest in it. And literally I was able to share some of those same experiences that they have in that game, you know, sitting in the waiting room and, you know, talking with doctors and all that stuff. Like it was, it was trippy. Like something I played in a video game became reality for me. So yeah, it was kind of a weird twist. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. We also have another Twitter question from Patrick Ryan. <laughs> what do you think of that cute guy on the hashtag CrossForge Gaming channel? I, I don't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. There's more than one. And pl- did you mean? Did you mean Geeks and a Grace channel? Because then I could name a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I, uh, I put this on there because Patrick said on my Facebook that he was going to cry if we didn't share it. So don't cry, Patrick. At least he doesn't have to cry now. Yeah. Well, it's not because we didn't share it. Yeah, maybe for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, man. Yeah. I'll sympathize. Yeah. I cry every night. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Not really. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Anyway, so the, those are Twitter questions. <laughs> I'm gonna try to segue out of that. Um, if you want to tweet at us, please do tweet us at, at hashtag gugcast. That's a G U G. Then the word cast. Yes, I want to have to. I want to have to stop hashtag. reminding you guys to tweet at us. I- I squeeze a few every time I'm like, hey, we need questions. 
um it just makes the show more interesting honestly and it's cool to just like be able to like interact with you guys so yeah that's the way we can do it um but let's get into some geeking out joe yeah okay so uh the first thing i want to talk about i it's not really geeky but i wanted to talk about it anyway i was a volunteer for an event called night to shine and they do it all over the united states they do a bunch of different countries now we got to host one last year here in Louisiana. I didn't... Last year was the first year we hosted two. My church hosted it. And I didn't go because oh, yeah. I was trepidatious about it at that point. Huh. Like, I was freaked out about it. Yeah. And then after the event, I regretted not going f- for weeks. Yeah. Hmm. It's one and of the coolest things ever. I was going to say, I went this year. I was I was on the red carpet. And so, the way that the event works, it is a prom for special needs and so we had like 250 prom attendees, and we had like 550 volunteers show up. That's cool. Oh wow! And so they'll, you know, they they take them in, they dress them up, they put the guys through like a, a barber shop, and they shine their shoes. They put the women through, like they get their hair done and and makeup, and and then they get to take limo rides and That's walk cool. down a red carpet. And so wow. I was on the red carpet duty, and we were just cheering like crazy for 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 these guys and girls. And I'm telling you, it was the, it was hands down one of the coolest things I've ever done. It's just so cool to see their faces light up and be so excited and intrigued. Exactly, like, it was like watching yeah. a football player run through the through the tunnel <laughs> of the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was oh, amazing. Wow. They get treated like kings and queens. It's so cool. Yeah, I will. I will never not go again. That's awesome. Yeah. Like it was it was that significant to me as it's as a volunteer. Cool. So mm-hmm. if 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 you're not sure about it, like they just happened this past week, yeah. so it'll be another year before it happens again. But you you should check it and see if any churches or your locations in your area are hosting these and try to go participate, like be a volunteer. It's really it's it's God's hands at work. Yeah. In the most sincere way I can think. We got to set up for it uh, last year at my church. They switched locations, unfortunately, but we had like a dance floor. We had one of those big mm-hmm. old balloon nets like at a certain time when we just let the net go and like the oh, balloons man. drop. And yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, they had so karaoke fun. and a dance floor going <laughs> for hours too. Yeah. That's awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> um, Apart from that, I went and watched the movie 1517 to Paris. It was the movie about that the... That one looks good. It was, was it? so. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna give the official take on it yet because uh, me and my buddy are gonna be reviewing it on my YouTube channel. Oh, cool. Okay. So I'm not a movie critic for Geeks Under Grace. I'm a games critic. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't want to cross those bounds because I'm still learning how to critique movies. You don't want to cross the but, streams. Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna put a video together sometime this week about it. Um. The guys that acted in it were actually the three people that were on that train. Oh, cool. So the the main actors are the people that were actually on that train in, in real life. Wow. That that's kind of yeah. like powerful in, in a way. It's pretty it's, like it's pretty they, interesting. They know how to act the part because they were the part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty wild. Huh. Uh, and then on top of that, I've been playing Monster Hunter World. Yes. I finally saw the credits roll last night, 63 hours into the game. Dang. And wow. And I still Didn't have... Did you get that game, like, last week or the week before? I think I've had about three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I probably yeah. got about 20 or 25 hours into it. It's It's been amazing. 
uh, like I grind by myself and do stuff like that, and then I'll get my brother and his one of his navy buddies, and we'll do some hunts. It's 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 really cool. I was gonna say like now that I've finished the story, like I'm just scratching the surface because I want to make all of my armor and weapons out of the monsters at the end of the game, and oh, you have yeah. to farm them to do that. And you gotta like there are more monsters and right. Yeah, and they've already announced DLC for the next set of monsters they're bringing out and all kinds of stuff. That's cool. Uh, what, it's, what weapon? It's a tremendous game. What weapon are you using? I'm the hammer. Sweet, me too. Yeah, I love I that love, hammer. I love that thing, especially uh, last monster I hunted probably three or four times because I loved that fight was the Radabon. And I oh, love yeah. smashing that dude because he's he does the little Sonic the Hedgehog rolls. and yeah. He's got all that armor and the hammer is so awesome for it because you can literally you watch... Can- those pieces of armor break off of him. Yeah, you can it's, snap them off of him. Yeah, it's so satisfying. And then I actually got all of his armor, so I look like a like a walking stone tank with a yeah. freaking hammer. It's awesome. Yeah. It's That's it's legit. Hands, <laughs> what's that? It says legit. Yeah. Like this it sounds is. super cool. It's fun. It's it's the best thing Capcom has done in fifteen years. I'll put it this way, uh Shelly's played a lot of Final Fantasy 15. A lot of the combat and the monsters, like the monster hunting in that game, is like loosely based off a of Monster Hunter. Okay, because yeah, I've sort of yeah. seen a couple of scenes. It almost looks a little bit kind of like uh, fighting dragons in Dragon Age Inquisition as well. Probably. But at the same time, those are kind of similar to hunts in Final Fantasy as well. It's just like you have to go find this big thing and just like take it down. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think it would be really cool to get a Final Fantasy 15 slash Monster Hunter crossover. Like, well, yeah, I mean they have the comrades stuff too. You know, if you could get an adamant, have to go hunt an adamant toys or something. <laughs> yeah, get that crossover instead of the Assassin's Creed one. Or <laughs> yeah. it would be cool to have to build an Assassin's Blade too, because you get the yeah. double daggers. That's one of the. Ah, I'm, I'm starting to run All down a road together. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, that's what we want. I've also been playing Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO. That's cool. And I am about halfway through the main story of the game, I think. It's actually a really well done Final Fantasy story. I really okay. liked it when I played a little bit of it, but I just don't I just can't pay like the monthly fee for it. Yeah. But I really a, enjoyed it. One of my coworkers donated to me during Extra Life, and it was a pretty significant amount, with the <laughs> stipulation that I would try to hit the end game of the MMO. Okay. How close are you? So, <laughs> I am level 44. And, and I think the main story goes up to 50 and then the expansions go all the way up to 70. Oh wow. So do you is it is it just like the base you have to go through or He wants me to get up to the newest expansion. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, good luck with I that. I mean at least yeah. you're enjoying it. Yeah, I jumped on and ran a dungeon for the story right before we recorded tonight and he yeah. actually was already on playing and jumped in, and he and his brother helped me run through it. Oh, so. cool. Oh, that's yeah. fun. I feel like that's probably more feasible than, say, like starting from scratch in WoW or something and yeah. then making your way through all those expansions. Yeah. There's so many of them. Yeah. But I'm playing yeah. a Black Mage. So, you know, Sweet. casting Blizzard and Vivi. Fire and Thunder. Nice. Yeah, Vivi's the, my inspiration, man. There you go. Vivi's um, my wallpaper right now. Vivi's, oh, he's, he's such a good character. Like, the main characters in Final Fantasy games are not the best characters in Final Fantasy games. <laughs> We're going to talk more of Final Fantasy, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, moving on to some of the gaming news. Uh, you mentioned it at the top of the show. Nintendo Switch is getting Metroid Prime 4, 
And it, here's the thing that, that caught me off guard with that. It's being developed by Bandai Namco. I think that's great. And but, who did the other ones, though? Retro Studios, they, which they moved on to work on the, the Donkey Kong Country Returns games. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And actually, yeah, I think they were doing that Switch version, too. Okay. Yeah. Of Donkey um, Kong. Hmm. Yeah, so it's good news that we're getting a Metroid Prime 4, though. Yeah. Like, that'll oh, be yeah. a shooter for the Switch that everybody's going to want to dive on. What I would love yeah. to see from Bandai Namco is to, like, they probably won't do it, but I'd love to do, like, I'd love to see, like, I mean, I guess in a lot of ways, Metroid already has a lot of Dark Souls-like mechanics in it with the saves and stuff like that, but I would hope that they really take some hardcore inspiration from Dark Souls and, like, give it that level of difficulty in a way. <laughs> that'd be sweet like i would love you'd it. run a bunch of people I off mean, that's, metroid that's games true. are typically very difficult aren't yeah they, they are they, but it's just like i want that yeah. dark souls level of challenge like something that you mm-hmm. know you could beat but it's like you, you have to memorize it just all takes the patterns some time and, yeah 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 i would love that challenge in a metroid game yeah hmm. uh, moving on square enix announced uh this week that kingdom hearts 3 is getting a monsters inc world they released is, a trailer with that. They're going in on the cool. Pixar stuff because yeah. they have the Toy Story world too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they have the Big yeah. Hero 6 world. Oh, could you imagine an up world? Oh. oh. Hopefully it wouldn't be that depressing. <laughs> oh. oh. That's what I was going to say. Maybe Doug would <laughs> be running be around. Yeah. Something. Have a, as a party member or a summon. Oh, yeah. That'd, that'd be, be cool. legit. <laughs> My name is Doug and I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Then Kevin comes out of nowhere and just goes, Rah! <laughs> Kevin as a party member would be great. Doug as a summon yeah. would be good too. Uh, <laughs> and then final piece of news, Billy Mitchell, the the uh, the guy from King of Kong, he holds a bunch of Atari arcade world records. Um, Twin Galaxies, I think that's the name of the site, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, I think they're the ones that like keep track of all this stuff. They track all the high score stuff, yeah. There has been a dispute against one of Billy Mitchell's high scores for Donkey Kong People are sent looking at, like, they're getting as granular as how the arcade cabinet versus MAME, the emulator, like the draw order for objects on the screen. Yeah, it's supposed to load things differently or something like oh. that. And they're saying that he used an emulator and could have, like, potentially goosed the, the save states and stuff Yeah. to oh. get his high scores. So That's Because the recording... You never see his face. You never see him playing the game. Yeah, like, it's, it's, like it's a, just a recording of the gameplay. One footage. of the requirements I thought was like you actually have to see them like at the cabinet or something like that, or you have to see the cabinet they played on. And the thing that I'm hearing is like the reason this is a big deal. They have high scores for emulator play. Yeah, it's like a separate category. But he submitted it as an arcade cabinet true score. Yeah. So that's why it's a big deal, I think. Yeah. So basically, yeah. the community itself is the, are the ones that are taking him to task. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I've never seen that yeah. King of Kong either. Like, I, it makes me want to watch it even more now because I've heard of it. I've heard that Billy Mitchell's actually kind of a nice guy, but man, he he's made out to be a real jerk in King of <laughs> Kong. Yeah. 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 I should probably see the movie sometime. I was just telling uh, LJ and Joe before this. I actually knew steve weeby who was the other guy not billy mitchell in that movie <laughs> which um, is wild so yeah that's yeah. that's that's pretty cool i mean he i doubt he would remember me now i mean he, right. there were so many students like right. in all of his classes and stuff but it's like i i did meet him yeah <laughs> that's cool but 
as a teacher, not as a right. You know. <laughs> yeah. He all had all this uh all this Donkey Kong memorabilia stuff though. Like he had posters, he had the little like Donkey Kong like stuffies in the corner. That's cool. It was pretty cool though. He had the coolest room, I would say. Yeah, for sure. I bet. Buildings. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to the pull list for the week, we've actually got quite a few pretty significant drops this week. Um, we'll start with Dynasty Warriors Nine. That looks cool. They've made nine of those. And That's not including any of the other more. Yeah. Warriors yeah, games. And this so one's nice. supposed to be open world, apparently. That's what I hear. What? It's like, how are you going to do that? <laughs> I'm kind of curious. I know a couple of guys that are super into that series, and they're not that excited about the open world thing. Yeah, to me, it just, it's like I can it I can fit. imagine it. I just don't know if it would be a good thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Hmm. I'm curious to see the reception on it. Yeah, uh, Faye. F. It's spelled F E. Faye. Fee. I heard. Fee, yeah, Faye. Fee. I heard. Fee, uh, I think it was on one of IGN podcasts. They actually said uh, the developer corrected them and said it was supposed to be pronounced Fee. Okay. So uh, Fee comes out this week as well. I think it comes out Friday. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, it's a neat looking little game. Like you're your little creature running around. You interact with creatures in the forest. And it's a platformer. Almost kind of looks like a Spyro game or something. Yeah. One I'm really interested in. I'll be reco- I'll be covering for Geeks Under Grace is Kingdom Come Deliverance. It's kind of a an open world first person action game that takes place in in. Uh, in the Crusades. Yeah, it looks cool because it's not like high fantasy. It's just straight up like yeah. medieval ages. It looks like Skyrim in the Crusades without magic. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> I, really interested to see how that one plays yeah, out. Yeah, I, I love the, all the Crusades history and stuff like that too. Uh, the one that I think is probably the most significant release of the week though is Secret of Mana. Th- the 3D remake comes out this week. Yeah, that, that oh. looks interesting. That art style is... Not what I hoped it'd be. <laughs> really, I think it looks really cool. I thought, and they're staying true to the the two D sprites. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, I, I guess it's the way the characters look. Look, they look kind of strange to me. I'm I'm jazzed for it. I think it comes out Friday as well. Either like, way, stop releasing them on Friday. Put them out on Tuesday. Yeah, everything out on Friday. Either yeah. way, the Secret of Mana was a great game, so this one should be too. Yeah, I mean, it's just supposed to be a three D remake of the same game. So yeah. Um, Bayonetta 1 and 2 are coming back out to the Switch. We have reviews of those up on the site. Not for the Switch, for other platforms, but it's yeah. the same game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, if you got a 3DS sitting around, you're looking for another good RPG, Radiant Historia Perfect Chronology comes out this week. That's quite a title. Yeah. <laughs> is it a JRPG? Or is JRPG. It just an RPG? Yeah. JRPG. Okay. Well, makes sense. Have you ever played the other Radiant Historia game? I've heard of them. I think there was one on like way back on PS2, wasn't there? No, this was a. Th- it was just a a DS game, I believe. Oh, okay. And you you worked through different timelines and did stuff and, like you would get up to one point in this timeline and get locked into a location, have to swap timelines, do something here that would change something in an alternate timeline. Oh, wow. And so you were bouncing between timelines to to progress the story. Pretty neat. Huh, that does sound cool. So I'm actually looking forward to that one as well. <laughs> but that's it for uh, game news for the week. Sweet. Great. Then I will talk about movie news. Well, first I'll talk about what I'm geeking out about, which, yeah. granted, isn't a ton of stuff, but I 
I sat down with one of my friends who last year I would always play Final Fantasy 15 with, and I'm like, okay, here's the thing. I'm so close to the end, but I'm not motivated <laughs> enough to finish it because I don't remember everything that happens, like, you know, preceding it. So just having my friend there with me was like, okay, this is motivating because she gets really hyped about it. Yeah. So I get really hyped about it. So I'm at the final boss. Like, and the thing that frustrated me was that I knew I had probably, I was probably at the la- second to last chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like close, but I was just sort of hoping the last chapter would be just the final boss. But I was wrong. <laughs> so either way, you know, we met up with everyone again. Um, and then it's like, okay, once you leave this area, you're going to fight the boss or you're going to. Oh, you were literally right at the final boss then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like you got to, you, you can't turn back. Yeah. And I'm okay. Like, I know okay, where you're I'm at ready. Now. Like it's, it's late at night. I want to finish this. And then <laughs> right. they throw me with other monsters, throw me with other bosses. Who's not the final boss. Oh. And I'm like, just give me the final boss. Dang it. You have cool summons. I appreciate the summons. That was pretty epic. But I was like, I just want to fight the guy, please. And and finally I did. But I I died. And at that point, they brought me back to like the beginning. Like, before the final boss. So you've and I was not like, finished I just don't have time. So I technically am at the final boss. Like actually the final boss. But I have not defeated him. Oh, you got to get that. I know. I'm hoping to finish it this week. We can talk about the ending once like, you finish it. It was like past midnight, and I was like, oh, I can't, like, I gotta sleep. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm really excited about it, because I'm hyped about it now. I just need to... Yeah. The, the thing that sucked, though, was that, um, just because I was forgetting stuff, there were things that were kind of revealed, um, or things that they threw at you, where it's like, haha, like, here's a plot twist sort of thing, but I was like, wait, what? I don't understand, just because <laughs> I don't remember what that's supposed to be, Yeah. why that's supposed to be that way, <laughs> so I need to, like, catch up on that, but... Um, yeah, I started playing. I also it again got the too. pocket edition, but I haven't really played it yet. I've not but even I, downloaded I it yet. It. I opened it. I got to the menu screen, <laughs> and that's that's what I did. You got real got, deep into that one, then. I got to like oh, the yeah. fourth. I think I'm barely on the fourth chapter. Uh, I, I just got done fighting that uh, that Titan thing that you f- you fight with Gladio. Oh, yeah. Wait. So. So you do have to pay for the other chapters, don't you? Oh, you're talking about. Oh, I was talking about the actual, the the actual oh. fifteen. Oh, the actual. Yeah. Got it. Okay. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no, I haven't played the pocket edition either. But okay, okay. Yeah, fifteen yeah. is legit. I did not think like I was actually gonna have to fight that Titan because you spent so much time running away from it. Mm-hmm. And then so he ends up like wanting to slap you and stuff. And I love how Noctis when he when he like braces his sword against it. I was like, that's so cool. And there's like, yeah. Ah, yeah. They do a really good job making really epic things. In that yeah, game. I was so scared to fight that thing, and it turned out to not be that scary, but it was epic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything else I think you got about? I don't know. I still play. I think the reason I haven't really delved into Pocket Edition is one that I know I'm gonna have to pay for the other chapters. Oh yeah. So I'm a little hesitant to like go into chapter one, want to keep playing, don't want to pay, sort of thing. Um, still playing Fire Emblem Heroes like a fiend because that's what I do. <laughs> Um, they did this really cool update though, and the weird, here's the actual, it's like, it's actually weird news. They have this sort of spin-off game you do now that's like a tap battle. It's like a rhythm game. Huh. Okay. And it sounds super weird, but it's actually kind of fun, and they give you free stuff if you do it, so it's like, why not? Um, but that's new. I just wonder, um, yeah, I always, every time I think about Fire Emblem Heroes, I'm going to think about, you know, when is the game going to wear out? When are they going to be super under, like, run out of ideas, run out of characters? 
and they're releasing this tap battle stuff, it's like, okay, what other crazy ideas do they have up their sleeves that have nothing to do with the actual game? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to complain too much about it because it's actually kind of fun, but I just don't know if it's going to continue like that. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. But um, You keep playing it, so you, I mean, you must be enjoying I it. I mean, so. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still haven't put any money into it either, so it's great. I mean, I'm just... I'm addicted. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> I've accepted this. Um, but either way, going into some movie news, because I don't know what else I've been geeking out about. <laughs> um, just to start off, Black Panther's out this week. That's just something you should yeah. know. But if you don't, now you know. Get yep. hyped. I'm probably going to go see that it Thursday. Great. Oh, and we I'm are going to have a Bible study for it. I think Christina is doing the Bible study. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I'm i not going to have any time to work, uh, or not work, sorry, to see it this weekend. Um, but hopefully the week after or something would be <laughs> great. Yeah. Also, some other news. Uh, also, relating to Marvel, most of these, okay, all the news are technically Disney-related. Oh, again. <laughs> still weird. There's Once a again, surprise. <laughs> um, well, I guess, I don't know, Venom... It's not well, really. It's under Sony, yeah, that's Sony, but it's Marvel, so it's not really under. Yeah, that's the not Disney. MCU. Yeah. It's under Marvel, but not MCU. Okay, so that's kind of. It's different. so hard because um, I tried to avoid like you can't you can't not avoid like any Marvel news within like our circle. I guess it's like I tried to pick things that weren't Marvel, and I still ended up getting like all Disney. I mean, if that's, like, the thing, it's the popular thing now. It's yeah. what people like to hear about. Yep. Um, but, yeah. The, anyway, that's just a segue into there was a trailer released for Venom. And that's something, a movie we've been talking about for a while on the podcast. And talk about how, oh, they want to go for a more horror thing. It's not going to be related to MCU. Yeah. And, you know, um, well, we don't really know if Spider-Man's going to be in it. But either way, the trailer's finally out. A lot of people are disappointed yeah i don't know well, that's the sort of reception i've seen yeah it's because it's because of the suit they uh their people are mad because you haven't actually seen venom himself in the new trailer yeah 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 um, you see it follows this guy and it's pretty clear that venom you know latches onto him and he becomes that yeah you know becomes venom you, essentially. you get to see the goop a little bit yeah but it just i don't know it doesn't even look very like i think the thing that's interesting to me about it is the fact that it is like a Venom movie. I feel like if this wasn't Venom, I think if it was anything else, I would not be at all interested in this movie. Yeah. It just doesn't look... I mean, they... It doesn't catch you in any other way. They call yeah. it a teaser specifically because like they don't show very much, but what they do show That's I think true. looks cool. Yeah. And what I find crazy is that I literally three or four weeks ago I filled in and uh, I, I put the news article in here that they just wrapped up filming like not long ago at all. And so uh, it's still, uh, Cody and I were trying to figure out, like, when is it going to be released? And it's still 2018. Yeah. So that's pretty wild. But yeah, if you're a fan of Venom, the trailer's out. Let us know what you think, because apparently people don't really know what to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, continuing on the Marvel train. So woo woo. These, we're, we're going <laughs> to go more into spoilery realm when it comes to Thor Ragnarok. So if you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok... I apologize. Here's sort of a spoiler warning. Um, okay, well, that's not, it's shown in the trailer. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, it's, they in the it in the it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer because even that's I the haven't thing seen that's in the trailer. Ragnarok. And you don't need to know anything else. That's true. 
So, that being said, a lot of people are like, okay, in Infinity War, he needs another weapon, and what is he going to get the hammer back? So, uh, apparently, there's been a toy line released, probably for Infinity Wars, um, almost definitely for Infinity Wars, and it's been leaked what Thor... Thor basically has a picture of himself with a new weapon. Yeah. And it looks like a mix between a hammer and an axe. So it looks... I don't know. It looks cool, but it also looks kind of like bulky. I don't know. It's weird seeing it's, Thor yeah, it without weird. his hammer. Like, it is Thor is known for it's, his hammer. And he still has the short hair. I don't know. It's hard to be used <laughs> to his look, <laughs> I guess. But they're taking but, that from like the newer comics, because I think... Uh, I think it might have some attachment with like the unworthy Thor or whatever. I, I just realized that they left another spoiler out of that box art. Oh, I know. Ah, <laughs> uh, which is weird. Why they would <laughs> include that? I don't know. So maybe either way, I won't delve into that too much. <laughs> but yeah, I noticed that too, Joe. Um, but <laughs> I need to see this movie. <laughs> you. Oh, so yeah, uh, for those who've read the comics, it's supposedly a sort of combination between Janbjorn and Stormbreaker. It looks, yeah. I think I, I think it's it pronounced Yarnbjorn. Yarnbjorn. Makes you think of Torbjorn. I don't know. Torbjorn. Ready to work. I don't. Do <laughs> I am of Norwegian descent, but I do not speak Norwegian. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I think it's exciting to know that he will have a weapon, though. Um, just because, yeah. I don't know, things... It's fun to have signature weapons, and we already see in the new trailer that, you know, Captain America isn't really using his classic shield. He's using something else. Yeah. Um, well, he's not Captain so. America in this. He's no, oh, yeah. he's right? no He's the nomad. nomad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just cool how you, you think about, like, the big like trademark things these characters have and for infinity wars they're not having it yeah in at least unless these two cases iron man still has his suit yeah and mm-hmm. of course spider-man still has his suit but they don't really use weapons they they're themselves their body are weapons yep kind of <laughs> i don't know how better to say that <laughs> let's move on <laughs> um but yeah finally i'm really excited about this there's a live-action Kim Possible movie in the works for Disney Channel. That is so, pretty interesting. I, like, I know I, it's a Disney Channel movie, but it'll still be cool to see how they adapt it. Yeah, so I guess I was maybe slightly misleading saying it's a Disney live-action. It's technically a Disney Channel live-action. Yeah. So sorry, everyone. But <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I love Kim Possible. That was one of my favorite shows um, as a kid. Honestly, yeah. I, Back in the day, I used to watch it with my siblings. Like it was, it's one of those shows. Like you, there was always this list of shows that everybody watched, and it was definitely one of those. Yeah, I mean, it was the girl power cartoon of my generation, yeah. essentially. And, and it was so. something like even like you know even young boys could get into. Like it was still oh, like sure. it was something for everybody. Like they still had the cool villains, yeah. and they still had Ron and Rufus, and you know the uh, the comedic you know. Um, Mm-hmm. elements of them so yeah oh, it's a <laughs> i mean i don't know if I, if I went back and watched the show if i would still agree i i hope i would i probably would just for nostalgia's sake sake but like yeah that is happening yeah <laughs> it's crazy so if you're also a fan of kim possible 
Get excited. <laughs> I got a funny story about um, related to Kim Possible. So I used to have the little uh, the communicator tone from Power Rangers that that so um and then there was like one or two people, I think it was my sister and then somebody else, they're like, Is that Kim Possible? And I'm like, No, it's not and then so it was one of those things where I couldn't like I was like, I just couldn't get it out of my head. So I was like, I need to change it because like it, it sounds... ruined it. Like it was supposed to be I... cool because it was Power Rangers and it was ruined uh... because now I could only think of Kim Possible every time that thing went off. I actually have a lot of friends who have that as their like text tone or ringtone. Yeah. I'm like, what's the sitch? Yeah. Classic. I definitely Sitch? Like situation? What's the sitch? It's like, it was her catchphrase. It was supposed to be like a cool catchphrase, yeah. and it never like caught on anywhere outside the show. That's but... so Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it's um, not Raven, so. <laughs> uh, I was making a joke about a Drew Barrymore movie. Never mind. Oh, really? Because Rufus is the uh, is the mole rat in that. Yeah, thing. that's so Rufus is something that she says. There's a movie where she goes back to high school as an undercover reporter. She was never popular before. She gets popular, and that's a phrase that catches on for whatever reason. That's funny. Interesting. And then I was, I said, never this is not Raven, because That's So Raven was also Disney That's Channel. So Raven. That was a solid <laughs> show as well. That was another really good show. It wasn't carto- cartoon. That was already live action. Which I actually, I feel like I've heard they're making another That's So Raven show, but it's like her kids or something. I think Cody mentioned it one time when we were on the podcast. I don't know if that ever came to be. Or if it already or if happened. it's still in production. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea. But that I think that was news at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So Bring them back to classics. That's what I got for movie news. So, cool. LJ, you're taking over TV. Yes, but first I will do some geeking out a little bit. Uh, so we've been talking mm-hmm. a lot about Final Fantasy. And um, so, like I said, I was playing some, some 15. And uh, I'm glad to be getting back into that because... My goal is that that'll be the first Final Fantasy uh, Final Fantasy game in general that uh, I'll ever finish. Do it. Thirteen just, was the first one I finished, and I've played them since seven. Yeah, like, and it's one of those things. It's like I've played a ton of JRPGs, but it's like I can never finish them. And fifteen, yep. yeah, is the most accessible for me. So I'm gonna try to do that, and then try to go for thirteen because I hear that's pretty pretty near. simple. Yeah. Oh yeah, near as well. Um, so yeah, I've been really into that, but the reason I've been super into Final Fantasy stuff lately is because I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy Dissidia. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been playing a ton of it, I'm actually working on the review for that. Uh, so nobody what else... is your... Te- well, don't don't give any of your review away, but I'm curious, because I've been playing a little bit uh-huh. of it, but not a ton. So <sighs> it's, it's interesting because, like... I know, like, the idea, like, you know, at, when we write reviews, we don't want to see any other reception right. of it, but I, it's, I feel like nobody's talking about it, and that's maybe for a good reason. I think there's well, just DBZ so much... Well, DBZ came out the week before, right? Yeah, and, and Monster Hunter, so it's like, I understand yeah. why it's not being talked about, but uh, it's just, I kind of want to, like, just see what others feel about it, and, um, for, like, I, I enjoy that it's all there, like, all the fighting stuff is there. But the only thing I'm finding is it's kind of light on content because the PSP versions had such a robust like single player. Uh, well, I was gonna, experience. yeah, they did, and yeah. this game is not one, like the the PSP games were one v one. This yeah. is three v three. It's a completely different dynamic. Yeah, 
I do dig the three v three dynamic because then they have those uh, those core battle things where you have to like try to attack the enemy core and defend yeah. your own. I, uh, I preferred the one v one. I mean, yeah, like I, of course the one v one is still like the best, but I kind of like the three v three. The only thing is like I wish I had some more people to like party up with because there's specifically a mode where you can party up with three other people, and I feel like that is where the game would truly shine probably. Uh, but I have been playing some online and. It runs pretty smoothly, and I've won a couple battles. Um, but I, I like it. I mean, it's okay. It's one of those yeah. things. Like, I'm I'm the type of guy with fighting games. Like, I'll play the snot out of like arcade modes, and just play the heck out of those until I get bored. And I think it's okay uh, right now. I'd probably maybe give it like a seven, seven point five, maybe. Okay. That, yeah, that's as of this moment. I think that's what I would give it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, Decidia is cool, but. Noctis is in that, and he has never been in a Dissidia game. Uh, the story actually centers around him a little bit when he pops in. Rams of Beolve is in this one. Yeah, I like that too, because I, I used to play a lot of Tactics as well. Yeah, so. the main character from Tactics. Yeah. And Vaughn is in this one from 12. Yeah, and it's cool because uh, I have more of a relation like with these characters now, because I didn't play a ton of 12 when I played the original Dissidia's. And uh, there was just a couple others that I had never really played yet, and now I have. So it's cool to know more of the lore. Yeah, like Ishtola from 14, because I'm playing through 14 now. Yeah. Like Ishtola is is a major player in that story. Yeah, they So they it's even cool to see her in there, too. The, the online games, I think, is really cool. And, and Type-0, like the, the love is there yeah. for, for the lore, but it's just not what I kind of hoped they'd be. It would yeah, be I, I feel that sentiment. I yeah. agree. But I think it's also because uh, apparently this was an arcade game first, and uh, the developers, yeah, it's like a huge arcade game in Japan. And so they actually developed that game for the arcades with the PS4 in mind to bring it to PS4 one day. Huh. And so that's what happened, and that's why we have it on PS4 now. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I've been in really, really Final Fantasy mode. been playing anything I can get my hands on Final Fantasy lately. Um <laughs> And uh, as far as watching, I have been watching some Dragon Ball Super. Uh, I know, Joe, you were saying you wanted to watch some Dragon Ball Z and just couldn't find. Yeah, if anybody's listening that knows where I can legally, legit watch (laughs) Dragon Ball Z, because I'm not going to stream an illicit version. Yeah. I'm okay paying for it. I feel like it would be on VRV, is it? I I checked Verve and Funimation. There was oh. some on. There used to be some on Hulu, but it was only like it was only the first and second season, I think. Like it was like the Raditz saga, and then the, and then the Saiyan saga. But then it skipped all the way to like the last season with the Boo stuff. So, so there, there's wasn't nine seasons. Yeah, and I found them on Amazon. Like I can buy them to stream off Amazon. Yeah, but it's thirty five dollars a season, and it's oh. nine seasons long. Oh my god, that's gosh. crazy. So it's like. 320 bucks and i'm not gonna pay that to watch that show yeah (laughs) i'll I'll do without before i do that but if i can pay something reasonable or if it's on a streaming service that's legit that people know of please tweet at me at joe knows games i'd love to be able to watch it yeah and so that's where uh super has I've, i've been watching that again because i just got done reviewing dragon ball fighters which my review is up on the site for that and so instead of talking about that game, like for another week, uh, I decided to talk a little about a little bit about Super because there's a few characters in that game that I don't really know well because they're in Super, uh, 
And so I've been getting back into Super, and the thing with that is it goes through the events of... Uh, they just did a couple movies a few years ago. It was the Battle of the Gods with Beerus, the God of Destruction. And then they did another one, uh, Resurrection F, which brought back Frieza for like a third time. And so I'm having trouble because I want to get to all this good new stuff, but I got to get through these things that I already know happen in the movies. But uh, it's cool because right now... Uh, Beerus or Beerus's master Whis is he's training Goku and Vegeta and so it's been kind of cool to see like you never get to see that stuff in the Frieza movie but that's how they get their blue Super Saiyan power and stuff like that so it's been cool to see those details but at the same time I want to know I want to see all this other stuff that people are so hyped up about right now so yeah that's about it for Dragon Ball Super <laughs> uh, let's see so, as far as TV news, uh, we were talking about nostalgia and all that stuff, going back to watching shows when we were kids, and uh, what I've discovered this week is uh, Butch Hartman is leaving Nickelodeon after 20 years or so. Okay. Wow. And so, um, he, the way he did the math was that he uh, he had his, he said he had his daughter around the time that he started Fairly Odd Parents, and it was like over 20 years ago. It was like... 97 was when uh, Fairly Odd Parents first came that out. That was 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I <it> would know. <laughs> well, I guess it's 2018, so yeah, it was just over 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and so he made Fairly Odd Parents, and, uh, and then he also made Danny Phantom. And so th- it was cool to see, you know, that nostalgia, because it's like I hadn't really kept up with his work since, you know, since those shows. He's done some other stuff, too, but what was really cool is that uh, I also found out in that video which was n- number two on YouTube that day, was that he's a he's a grateful believer in, in Jesus Christ. And I thought that was cool because he dropped some scripture in there and quoted scripture and talked about how blessed he was to work with Nickelodeon all those years. And I just think that is really cool to be the number two video on YouTube and, you know, yeah. telling people, you know, that, you know, God, you know, God is something he based his, you know, his life on. And, yeah. Uh, um, I think it was interesting that... The, at least I looked at the link that you uh, put in yeah. for the notes. Yeah. And it, like, does not mention that at all. Oh. It has the video. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't mention, like, him believing God or anything. Like I that. really don't think anywhere you find a news article is going to even mention that. And uh, which yeah. is also why uh, I've, I've legit sent him an email to hopefully get him on as a guest for the podcast one day. It's one of those things that's, like, may never, it may never happen, but, you know, at least, you know, I hit him up about it. Because, uh, you know, I think people would love to hear about his story and how, you know, he lived, you know, with his faith, you know, working in an industry, you know, that uh, mm-hmm. can, you know, some of those cartoons are, are secretly like not his in particular, but some of those cartoons are, you know, kind of toxic in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, so I think it'd be really cool to hear his side of the story and what it was like yeah. to work in that industry, because what people want to know right now is okay why'd you leave nickelodeon like you know like what what they do to you basically or you know what disagreement did you have and according to him he said there was no disagreements he said it was fine and it was just something that you know he he wanted to move on and he's got his own yeah. youtube channel with his own content so I, you yeah know, people who follow him are still going to get to see his work yeah but i just I mean, thought that was, was really at cool. the same place for 20 years if he wants to move on like he, that's totally yeah. fair <laughs> yeah and a lot of people want to see more Danny Phantom too. And he, it was cool in his video because he's like, let Nickelodeon know, like you know, let him, 
you know, get him to sell the rights. You know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be back to me, he said, but get him to sell the rights or, you know, do something with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, that was just uh, something close to my heart. I watched a ton of Fairly Odd Parents and a ton of Danny Phantom. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured that is something that our community would love to hear about. And uh, I'm sure they already have, but I, th- I thought it was so cool. Just the impact he could make, you know, sharing, you know, his beliefs on number two video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're also talking about uh, shows that are kind of like coming back or making a comeback or wanting to make a comeback. And uh, this other piece of news is John Krasinski, who is about to star in a Jack Ryan action TV series, which I find hilarious. Uh, he said he'd be down to come back for The Office if it ever does happen. And uh, I think Jenna, was her name? Jenna Fisher, who played Pam. I could be yeah. that, that name wrong. But they both said, heck yeah, they'd be down for it. Um, I don't think that anything official has been stated. But there was rumors a few months ago saying that, like, oh, you know, they might actually do it. And uh, I don't think that anything came of that. But the, the cool thing is that they said they would do it. Uh, and yeah, so, I mean, Jim and Pam yeah. are, like, the most loved couple yeah. in, like, at least comedic show history, I feel like. Yeah. Everyone she, loves she, them. She was the mom of one of the people in 1517 to Paris. That's cool. It's oh. real weird to see her portrayed <laughs> as a mom. Oh, oh well, that's I funny. mean, she was a mom in the show, but yeah, to see her yeah. as the mom of a soldier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Man, think what would yeah. be great is if they wanted to continue the story somehow. Is like maybe like Jim somehow became the management or like took over Dunder Mifflin somehow or something yeah. would happen in a way where Jim's basically running the show, and some it would I think it would be great if he if obviously it was centered around the most you know lovable you know characters in the show, and yeah. uh, maybe bring in I think it would be cool to maybe bring in a new cast mostly but you know have a few people in there that uh, you know yeah. show up once in a while, or even. Even nothing that's like related to paper. It could be yeah, like an equally even... ridiculous and some somewhat pointless company as <laughs> yeah. a joke. And then yeah, he could be a manager. Or he could be like, oh, I moved on from Dunder Mifflin and I'm yeah. working at this place now. Yeah, and you know, or and with Pam, maybe Pam's there too. Yeah, um, maybe Dunder Mifflin like closed down and like we don't know what happened. And then they're at this other company with all these new people. And yeah, I think that'd be totally fine because everyone loves Jim. I feel like where Jim goes, we'll go. <laughs> yeah, and where Pam goes will go so yeah. and you're right as long as it keeps that office setting in particular i think it would be great yeah and they could like maybe maybe their kids like do stuff too because they'll be like older at that point yeah technically like in the universe so yeah. yeah and it's cool to see john krasinski doing more stuff too oh yeah yeah so that's it for uh, that news about The Office. I think it'd be great. Uh, so I got some uh, news that's probably gonna be a, it's probably gonna be a blow to the gut for a lot of people. Uh, it's it's a uh, for Firefly, and so uh, Firefly will continue, but not in the way you think. That um, show's been dead for years. <laughs> yeah, but people have been like crying and asking for it back uh, as much as possible. Uh, apparently, uh, it will continue through a set of novels, apparently, okay. which is not the ideal way that people want. But uh, what I saw from this article is that it's, I think it's like three different ones they're going to start with and three of them set around uh, various characters. And I did see that uh, 
what's his name? Josh Whedon uh, is going to be the supervisor, some kind of editor for these books. So it sounds like nothing's going to happen unless he uh, goes through with it. Huh. Oh, okay. uh, so I think he's gonna he's gonna have the final say in a lot of this stuff, which I think is yeah, I think that's some like reassurance for fans mostly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if I, I guess a lot of people in our in our community, especially if you're a geek or you consider yourself a geek, you probably have read some books in your in your lifetime. So uh, and likely there will be some audiobooks. So if you don't like to read, I'm sure there'll be audiobooks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Firefly was cool. I, I watched it on Netflix. I watched the movie. And uh, I guess this franchise isn't a leaf in the wind quite yet. <laughs> Some people yeah. are going to be like, boo! Yeah. At, at my comment there. <laughs> boo! Boo! <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, th- that is it for the TV news. Kind of pretty light on news this week, but. That's yeah. all right. Slow week is Which a good is, week. It's fine. Got some <laughs> exciting things, but uh, yeah, that's it. So, Joe, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Jono's Games. We stream on Twitch at Righteous Fury Media, and you can check us out at RighteousFuryMedia.com or uh, on YouTube. Just look for Righteous Fury Media. That's we're we're trying to put our movie reviews and junk out there. So <laughs> yeah, awesome. LJ, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarriorLJ. Also, uh, please be sure to go check out our stuff uh, for the pledge drive. We have our donation page. I will be putting that in the show notes. And uh, also, we do have a podcast every night that weekend again. And so you guys can come hang out with us live every night of that yeah. awesome weekend. And if you guys can't donate, you know, uh, just come hang out with us and hit the share button on everything we do. So, uh, yeah, spread the news is just as helpful as, you know, like you can't pay spread news. That's still amazing. Yes. So yeah. Pay it'll it be forward. really fun. <laughs> I'm really bummed. I probably won't be able to engage m- very much in it, but. It's still going to be super duper fun, so y'all should go and hang out. Yep. It's free to watch, but paying and donating would also be super helpful. Twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Oh, yeah. You can find me uh, on Twitter at TheShellShock24. You can find me on Twitch at both Geeks Under Grace and ShellShock24. Mostly the Geeks Under Grace one, actually. But, um, yeah, that's our show. (laughs) so yeah keep gaming keep praying and god bless peace adios i'm cody